Hello, this is Andy Kate, Senior Economist at Haver Analytics. Uh, and as ever, I'm going to briefly touch on the macro issues that have dominated the headlines in the week that's just passed. I'll use those as a base for what will be important in the week ahead. Uh, and then I'll finish with some of our latest data-related news. So over the past week, growing fears about the underlying health of the world's banking sectors have obviously been dominating the headlines. Uh, and a trend toward risk aversion has clearly been in the ascendancy in financial markets. Central banks are now under growing pressure to offer targeted support to banks that are struggling uh, and more generally to halt their tightening campaigns in order to restore financial stability. While banks' funding models and regulatory oversight are now being actively discussed, a key root of the present crisis almost certainly concerns the synchronised and relatively aggressive campaign from central banks to squeeze out inflation. There was always a risk of policy error here, not least as policymakers have not really offered compelling explanations for why inflation has been behaving the way that it has. Certainly the absence of reasons that are rooted in monetary policy factors carries great risk for financial stability as interest rates rise beyond levels that have previously been construed uh, as normal. Now, these risks have clearly not yet swayed the European Central Bank, which, of course, lifted its key policy rates by 50 basis points earlier on this week. It remains to be seen now, however, whether the Fed, which meets on Wednesday, and the Bank of England, which meets on Thursday next week, will step back from any previous plans to tighten policy again. One of our exhibits in this week's Charts of the Week publication looks at how markets have repriced the Fed in light of the recent instability. Most investors still expect a 25 basis points increase in the Fed funds rate in next week's FOMC meeting. But there is now a growing view that this could earmark the end of the tightening cycle. Indeed, markets are now anticipating that the Fed will have begun to cut interest rates by the end of this year and will then extend that easing cycle into 2024. That stands in vivid contrast to the market's view this time last week, which had envisaged that the Fed would keep lifting rates by nearly 100 basis points by the end of this year. As for the Bank of England, the market here is now placing a fairly low probability uh, of a 25 basis points rate hike next week. So any decision to hike rates could clearly catch markets off guard. As for economic data next week, this will arguably take a back seat right now, particularly if the incoming numbers are not that forward-looking. Falling into that more forward-looking camp are the March data for the ZEW survey from Germany, which is due on Tuesday, and the flash PMIs, which are due from Europe, the US and Japan on Friday. Other highlights will include the US existing and new home sales reports for February, which are due on Tuesday and Thursday, respectively. The February CPI reports from Canada and the UK due respectively on Tuesday and Wednesday uh, will also be key data points of note. Finally this week, just be aware that we've made a couple of data additions in recent days that you may have some interest in. First, we've added some weekly agricultural truck volume data for the US to our USDA and transport databases, which could be a useful high frequency activity indicator. Uh, we've also added some daily corporate bond yield data for China to our Int Daily and Int Weekly databases as well. That's all from me today. Have a great week ahead.